Let's talk about South Sudan, a country in Africa. Let's play a song about how Aborigines in Australia like to sniff gasoline. And then a little bit of legal stuff. Uh, That's what's coming up on this Anti-Woke Podcast. So I'm watching the YouTube video called Day One, Walking Streets of South Sudan Beyond Words by the channel Indigo Traveler. And South Sudan is a, I guess it's the world's newest country. It was created in 2011 out of the rest of Sudan. And it has the, I've talked about it before, it has the Nilotic people, which is like Minute Bull from the NBA, if you heard of him. Anyways, it's the tallest people in the world. I believe the average Nilotic man is like six foot seven or something. And so this guy is going to some city in South Sudan. He's hanging out. He's got someone to hang out with him, you know, someone who knows the locals so that he doesn't get murdered right off the bat. He's a, it's a white guy. And they're all real poor. I think, you know, I think the global economy is not good lately. They're probably poorer than they used to be. And they have like a civil war, I think, that off and on or always on, something like that. Well, that's not right. I remember like a few years ago, I was listening to someone who was like, can you tell us what sub-Saharan, you know, black African country is doing good and can be an example for all the other African countries where it's black people and they're doing terribly. And I believe it was a woman and she's like, oh, South Sudan. You know, we don't know what's going to happen, but maybe South Sudan will be the exemplar example that will show you how stuff should be done correctly. And then right after I heard that thing, like the whole thing descended into a giant civil war with, you know, machetes and rape. But what's kind of interesting is, I mean, it's too bad they can't stop killing each other because... So in Kenya, they speak, you know, whatever African language, you know, they speak 50 African languages, plus they speak English. Another famous African country, Nigeria, they speak you know, 300 African languages, plus they speak English. These are all former British colonies. And then South Sudan. They apparently were a former British colony or something because they speak English. And I'll tell you what, the Kenyans, I can't understand them. You know, they're speaking English, and then they're speaking English with such a thick African accent, you can't understand the damn thing they're saying. And so, Kenya and Nigeria, you can barely understand them. But these South Sudanese people... I can understand them. They speak like the best English that I have heard so far of any like totally black African country. And they speak it better than South Africa, which is mixed whatever. But this YouTube channel guy, obviously he has like GoPro cameras or whatever. He has to film stuff as he goes around to make his videos. And a camera is a valuable thing that someone might kind of jump up and try and steal it from you. I guess the way they do it, I've seen this in other countries too. You get a motorcycle, you get two men on a motorcycle, one of the men jumps off, the rider. The rider jumps off, grabs your crap, and gets back on the motorcycle, and they run away, and that's how they rob you. And so the video goes into a lot about how it's just an incredibly dangerous place. But so then he got, I I don't call them, I don't think they call them the Lost Boys, they call them something. Basically, they call them the Lost Boys. And so from all around the countryside, just, you know, completely bumfuck Egypt, except for bumfuck Africa, boys move to the city, and they have no jobs, and then they sit around, and they, it's kind of like the Native Americans who love alcohol, like they love alcohol, they sit around and drink alcohol, except that that's probably too expensive, and so they got some other weird drug, maybe coca, 
like cocaine or something. But anyway, long story short, they like sniff glue. Basically, they got so it's not it's not good cocaine. They got some knockoff of cocaine that they mix with sniffing glue. And there's videos of you can just see these, you know, young men basically. I mean, they ain't that young, just laying kind of you know half semi conscious, sitting up against a building, just like everywhere you go. And he like talks to a guy. It's like, where are you from? He's like, you know, some village from. 400 miles away. He's like, why are you here? He's like, well, my parents are supposed to give every son a cow, but they didn't have a cow. They didn't give me a cow, so I had to move to the city. And it's interesting because there's tons of women. Like, all the women have a ton of freaking kids. Like, you know, three, you only have three kids? That's barely anything. But all the women have jobs. They're just, you know, they're selling cigarettes or making wine out of I don't know what sugar cane but anyways the women have a ton of kids and they all have jobs of some sort and then the men uh, ain't got no jobs I got you know I don't know if they have kids or not but they don't have the kids around them but anyways it made me think of this song there's a song from Australia called don't sniff petrol from a can like, don't sniff gasoline from a can. And I'm going to sing a little bit of it so you can get it. It's actually a pretty good song. It's kind of catchy. But um, it's Aborigines. It's like some... It's like a school that helps poor Aborigines or something in Australia. And then they make they make a lot of different videos. But anyways, they, you know, they get these Aborigine kids to sing a song and they put it on YouTube. And so they got one called Don't Sniff Petrol from a Can. And I don't know how far, like, you know, like a gallon of gas. Like, let's, let's say this. Like, if you wanted to buy enough heroin to hook up, you know, your 1,000 best friends for the next year, it would probably cost you, you know, a million dollars, unless it would be a hundred million dollars. It would be very, very expensive. But I think you could also just buy, like, a gallon of gas, or I don't know, you know, maybe it would cost 10 gallons of gas. And you could get just a thousand people high as hell for an entire year. It's just, the problem is it's bad for your brain. I mean, heroin ain't good, but sniffing gas and glue, etc., cetera, uh, it, it destroys your brain. Like, I hope you learned to read and write before you started sniffing glue, because you ain't going to learn anything after that. And, you know, and probably for the rest of your life, you're going to have low to medium to high who knows what brain damage and i'm gonna play the clip of me singing and uh you know it's just a bunch of aborigine kids singing or whatever and then you you might you might be able to catch a little bit or be choking up because there's like some some guy's like holding like an aborigine baby and he's like pointing at her or his whatever he's pointing at the baby's head saying don't sniff it and i'm just like holy crap I really recommend this video. It's it's a very good video. It's very interesting, very crazy.
Indigo Traveler is talking about a thing that he saw in South Sudan where a guy came out of a toilet and he had a AK-47 over his shoulder and he was stumbling, falling down drunk. And it was like 10 a.m. And I think that maybe is kind of a good microcosm of the problem with this country. It's like, you know, why am I not coming out of a, you know, shitter in the ground with an AK-47 over my shoulder and stumbling down drunk at 10 a.m.? Well, I mean, I don't know why exactly I'm not, or maybe sometimes I am like that, but... I mean, I'll I'll leave it up to you, dear listener, to decide. But there's something about some countries are not ready for, here's alcohol, here's AK-47s. Do whatever the hell you want with them. So, everywhere this guy goes, there's, like, people with cows. And so, it's related, if you ever heard of the Maasai, you've probably seen videos, you know, when you're, when I was a kid, you'd see... National Geographic videos about the Maasai, which is, whatever, a bunch of African, it's an African tribe that had cows, and like everything they did revolved around cows. What I remember is they used to take the cow's blood and mix it with milk and drink it, which is fine. But so the Maasai are in Kenya, which is next to South Sudan, and... He's talking about, like, what do you do with the cows? Well, one of the things you do with the cows is, if you get enough cows, you can get yourself a wife. I think he's saying it takes about 80 cows to get a wife. I mean, I think some women, whatever, they don't get any cows. But anyways, the good women get get, get cows for their family, not for them. And what was interesting is, so, the Maasai are a Nilotic people. I guess there's more than one kind of Nilotic people. So, South Sudan has a bunch of Nilots. They got a bunch in Kenya, they got a bunch in all the countries all around there. And they are the, I think I already said they're the tallest, but they're also the blackest. So they're just, or darkest. They're just an interesting looking type of person. They're the super tall, super dark skin. And so here's the thing that I didn't know. But apparently, a taller woman is worth more cows. So that was interesting. And then the guy says that things are changing now. Instead of just being more cows for a tall woman, you have to pay more cows for an educated woman. Something I forgot to mention in my last podcast, it was talking about legal stuff and affirmative action. So one of the judges from the Fifth Circuit Court, it's one level below the Supreme Court, it's the one for Texas, The guy said he's no longer going to take in people from Yale. I guess law clerk. That's what you call it. You know, all all the big time judges get a bunch of free, or whatever, free to them, um, law clerks from the Ivy League um, law schools. And then Yale in particular is the wokest of all of them. They're like crazy woke. You know, every, every Yale lawyer that comes out is like, America's racist as fucking hell, you fucking racists. And so some judge is like, I'm not going to take lawyers from Yale anymore. I don't know, because he doesn't like them or because he wants Yale to stop making uh, anti-white racist lawyers and producing them. We don't know, but that was interesting. And then I guess they're starting to try and get a movement where all the conservative judges will never take a 
clerk from Yale. And Yale's the most exclusive one. So, right, you know, unless that, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, currently, everyone is like, I want a Yale person. Because they're the very, very best. But next it might be, I will not accept Yale people at all. Because they're the very, very wokest. So, something to keep an eye on. Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast. And thanks for listening.